All right, welcome to the second ever More and More podcast with our first guest, Perry Ann Robinson. She is the president of ADPI at the University of South Carolina. Perry Ann, how are you? I'm great, Hamden. I am so excited to be here. You should be. We are pumped to have you. Thank so pumped you. to have you. Let's jump right in. Before we get started talking about the culture of Greek life on our campus, tell us who you are. Who is Perry Ann? Where are you from? All that good stuff. I am a small town girl. Okay. I grew up in Blythewood, South Carolina, so right down the road. Mm-hmm. I graduated from a really tiny high school. I graduated with 22 people mm-hmm. and went to that school K-3 through 12th grade. So my whole life, um, I just grew up in a small town, went to a small high school, and um, that's kind of why I wanted to come to USC. I just really wanted to see what a big school like Carolina could offer me. Um, I gave my life to Jesus when I was a junior in high school. Wow. So. January 15th, 2014. Oh, you know the date. That's cool. He just completely wrecked my world. And every single day since then, he has just overwhelmed me with his love for me. That's awesome. Yeah, I came to Christ when I was 16. Uh, I was right before my junior year. And it it was not been every single day since then. So I'm glad you said that because it's been a struggle every single day since then. So tell us about 80 Pi. You are the president, which is really cool. But how did you first get involved at 80 Pi? So, like I said, went to a really small high school, and I'm not athletic, so I didn't play sports, but I was involved in everything besides sports in my high school, and I really wanted to still be involved in whatever capacity, wherever I ended up at college, and my mom was also in a sorority. She was actually an 80 pie here, too. Oh, wow. So, that is really special to be able to share that with her, and Throughout my life, I just really saw how her sorority experience shaped her and is still shaping her even today. Um, It just gave her so many opportunities and so many really special lifelong friendships that are still really present and active in her life. And so I wanted to see what Greek life could be for me. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I really wrestled with rushing because... I was a fairly new believer about to step in to culture shock going from a high school with 22 people to a school of 30,000. I didn't know if I really was in the place where I could spiritually handle that. So I really wrestled with it and prayed a lot about it, but the Mm. Lord really reassured me time and again before recruitment and through recruitment my freshman year that this is where I was supposed to be. Yeah, that's awesome. So you said your mom played a huge part. Are you and her close? We're very close. My mom is my role model. She is my best friend, and I look up to her in every single way. That is awesome. Yeah. So how did you become president? Like, what was that like? I feel like that's a pretty big jump, (laughs) but we don't have a lot of Greek uh, presidents running around. So how did that happen? So the Lord has really been at work in my heart ever since Mm. I got to college, but specifically my sophomore year. Yeah. Um, I think I came to college believing the lie that far too many college students believe, and it's that nobody goes to church in college, and I lied to myself and really believed it for a while that I would be able to kind of feed my own relationship with the Lord, and I didn't really need a church and accountability and community to do that. Right. So to be honest, I was really struggling. Um, I really thought what— a Sunday looked like for the average college student and pretty much does for the most part was 
recovering from Friday and Saturday and maybe doing a little bit of homework. And that just was not fulfilling to me. Mm. And I was just really broken and really lost and just at a place where God kind of just broke me down and was like, you need to give this to me. Like, I have so much more in store for you than what you're doing right now. Mm. And so all over Christmas break, my sophomore year, I just prayed and prayed and prayed for the Lord to please just do in my life what he was trying to do. And I couldn't really figure out what that was or what that looked like. And um, that November, I had just been elected to my first exec role in ADPI. I was our recruitment marketing vice president last year, which was such a big role. And I was a little overwhelmed and felt like I was on my own in this role. Mm -hmm. And it was the biggest thing that I'd ever done. I mean, my sorority is four times the size of the school I went to my whole life. And so I I didn't know what I was doing. And so I was just lost and just prayed for him to lead me where I was supposed to go. And so one Sunday last January, so about a year ago, I came to Shannon for the first time and just immediately knew this is where the Lord needed me. And so I made some steps to get plugged in and I... Um, met with Billy Judge, our college pastor, a few weeks after my first Sunday at Shandon and just kind of told him my story and where I was and what the Lord was doing in my life. And he shared with me Shandon's vision for reaching the Greek community. And it was in that moment that the Lord just flip something on in my mind. And it was just like, this is your mission and and Mm -hmm. this is why you're here. And I want to take a second to pause there because you don't need a pastor to sit down with you and tell you that wherever you're doing your free time, wherever you're spending your free time or whatever you're doing with your life, you don't need a pastor to tell you that you can leverage that for the gospel. But for where I was and where I was living and how I was living, like that was just riveting for me. So I just wanted to pause there kind of because if someone is listening to this and is now where I was then, I just really want to make sure that's something that they don't miss. Right. Because for me, it almost felt like I had to live either the Greek life thing or the church thing, and I couldn't have yeah. both. And that was a huge lie. So um, after Billy shared that with me, I was so encouraged to find out that Shannon actually already had um some ministries for Greek students. We have our Greek small group for sorority girls and our Greek Sunday school class, which we just expanded to include fraternity men, which is a huge opportunity for us. So we would love to see God continue to bless that. And um, so fast forward to August of last year when recruitment was finally over, Mm. which that was the hardest thing we have ever done or I had ever done. We had almost 2,000 girls in and out of our house that week. and That's insane. I was so just tired and sick, and I think I slept maybe max two hours every night for a wow. month. So I was That's just crazy. beat, completely just done. And um, I was so excited to just take a step back from all of that and catch my breath. Yeah. And to be honest, I really thought I was going to kind of immerse myself in what Shannon had to offer. Since I'd already done the 80 pie thing, I really yeah. wanted to see what God was going to offer me through Shannon. 
And um, it was on bid day, which if you don't know, is the day when um, all the girls who come through recruitment figure out what sorority gives right. them a bid and where they're going to call their home for the next four years in the Greek community. And um, also meant that my job was over. So yeah. that was like the biggest blessing to me. Um, that night, my advisors pulled me into one of our meeting rooms yeah. and they sat me down and they said, we need you to run for president. Yeah. And I just looked at them with tears of exhaustion in my eyes. And I mm. said, I can't. Like, I don't have it in me. If I even were to do that, like, I'm so empty right now. I just really need to focus on filling myself up in some way. Like, I had just spent a year planning the biggest event that our sorority puts on. And I was just done. Yeah. Um, but God started stirring in my heart and my advisors and my friends kept asking me about it. And so finally I was just like, okay, I'll just pray about it. Cause I know God's going to say no. I know right. this is not what he has for me. It's really and good. as he does, he gives us the answers that we are not expecting yeah. to get. And so after just praying that prayer and just reflecting back on that conversation I had had with Billy about living sent in the communities where we already yeah. live. Um, I just realized that God has kind of built me up this far and it's all pointed to this. Yeah. I want to backtrack a little bit because you were talking about how you thought you had to do Greek life and your Christian life separate. Mm -hmm. And meeting with Billy, um, our college pastor, helped you kind of walk through that. What were some things where you started to see them intersect in your first couple years? Because um, I know for me, like, I have, like, I cannot <laughs> understate, I have zero experience with Greek life. Um it was always like I don't know what the letters mean. I had to take Greek in seminary to figure <laughs> out what any of the like the letters actually were. Um, and so, yeah, what were some things where you started to see them intersect uh, before that moment for you? Honestly, um, I wasn't really looking for that. Okay, and I. I know that we had an 80 pi Bible study right. and we get a new chaplain every year. So every year that looks a little bit different. Right. I am ashamed to say that I had not been once yeah. until this year, which yeah. we have a great new chaplain, Jamie Dodora. She's amazing. That's awesome. So um, she's doing great things and she's leading girls in so many ways yeah. in our sorority. But um, I think the first time that I really saw the Lord move in my Greek experience mm -hmm. was this past August during recruitment. Yeah. I knew that I absolutely was not going to be able to go through the week running on empty. Right. Which in many ways I did, but spiritually I did not. Right. And um, I was like, if I'm feeling this way, there's got to be other girls who feel that way too. Yeah. And so the Lord kind of put it on my heart to start a devotion time during lunch, which is our one break during spirit week, which is like where we go to the house from like yeah. nine to five or beyond. Wow. And just, it's a lot of like physical labor and it's just mentally draining. It's, it's a very hard week for us yeah. and for the girls. And, um, I was like, I kind of wrestled with it, but then I was like, no, like girls are going to think that's weird. Cause still, even still, I'm trying to figure out what it looked like to not live these two worlds separately, but yeah. to kind of bring them together. And God was just like, if you're going to do this, like, you've got to be bold about it. You yeah. can't just wait for me to hand you something. So yeah. 
I posted like a Google form and asked girls if they'd be interested in right. coming to like a devotion or quiet time in sure. their one free hour of the day. Like most girls are ready to get out of the house and go right. get some fresh air and do other things. But I was so blown away. I had like 30 girls of all ages come and just talk about the Lord and yeah. just encourage each other in a really draining time. And so that was the first time I really saw him start to answer these prayers that I'd been praying that he would come into the Greek community and just turn it upside down. Yeah, that's amazing. So I got to be honest. Um, a lot of times when I think about Greek life, having no experience, my image, and this is no shot to barstool, right? But like, that's my that's my image. Like, I think Greek life and I think people jumping off of roofs on the folding tables and drinking and whatever else, it, it gets a bad reputation, not just on our campus, but all over mm-hmm. the place. Tell us how the culture is in your sorority and 80 pi specifically and just yeah change my mind i guess is what i'm saying yeah so every chapter on our campus and across the country is so different so i can only speak to what 80 pi is but um we are the largest chapter on our campus and so when you walk into our house you're gonna see girls from all different backgrounds and from all different areas of the country and Mm. who are pursuing different careers and we're just so diverse. And that's one of the things that I love the most about my sorority is we have every type of girl you could ever imagine. Right. And one of the things that I appreciate the most about this is like, yes, we're different, but we are all tied together with the same values of sisterhood that makes right. what we have so special. And so these girls really are amazing. I have gotten to know them all on some level, most of them I feel like I have gotten to know on a pretty personal level, which is a huge opportunity since right. there are so many of them. But, um, you know, they just blow me away every single time I talk to them, and they really challenged me to be a better, more ra- well-rounded person because of all that they're involved in on campus, all the service that they do, all that they're passionate about. Yeah. But... I mean, I will be honest and say that as a whole, the Greek community is a very lost community. Mm. And it has been my prayer since last spring after I had that conversation with Billy that God would just move in a really big way in our community. Yeah. And so, like I said, the first time I saw that happen was last August when I did do that quiet time. Um, and that, that prayer was kind of a twofold prayer because I wanted God to raise people up who were in the Greek community, but also right. to send people into the Greek community who already knew him. Yeah. And so that prayer was that during the recruitment season, God would stir in believers like me who were wrestling with rushing yeah. and send them into our community. And I have just been brought to tears so many times since mm. August seeing how he has brought so many girls into our chapter and to other chapters who are already getting plugged into churches, who are yeah. already being leaders in their sororities, and they are not ashamed to talk about the gospel. And that is what we need, and that is what I have been praying for. And so I want to encourage our listeners and really invite them, if they're willing, to please join me in that prayer, to ask yeah. that God would not just send people, but build up bold leaders who are willing to go out and speak the truth about Jesus. Because I think it's so easy for us to say, or to kind of hide behind the fact that like we want to say that we're Christians, but we're not actively pursuing the Lord or we're not living on the mission that He's given us. And if you are a Greek student, or even if you're not, 
Like it is such an opportunity right here on our campus to reach so many people who are believing the same lies that I believed just a few years ago. And so if you don't, if you are wanting to join me on that prayer, I would love to have you join that journey with me because I mean, we, I know that the Lord is going to completely wreck our community and just turn it upside down. It's just a matter of us being obedient to that call. Yeah. That's really amazing. I mean, at Shannon College, like we, it's no secret, right? We're all about the mission. We're all about the way in which our students are shaping culture, are invading culture. Um, but in the sa- at the same time, right, culture shapes us. Like mm-hmm. we, as much as we're invading and we're seeing the Lord work in our culture, um, wherever our students are, our culture is shaping us. So in what ways has your Greek life, I mean, you've kind of already talked about this, right? But what, in what ways has Greek life shaped you? So... I should have shared this quote with you before because I think yeah. it would help you understand. Uh, well, Anything would help me well, understand well, at you, this point. <laughs> well, it's not really yeah. helpful because it won't help you understand. But there's a saying that goes with Greek life, and it talks about how from the outside looking in, you can't understand it, and from the inside looking out, you can't explain it. Yeah. And that's so true for a Greek life, so... I can't put you in a sorority, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, Hayden. I know yeah. you would love to be a sorority girl for a day, but um, it's something that you really can't explain, and I cannot put into words how much I love the women that I have the wonderful opportunity to lead day in and day out. Um, they are the reason that I'm doing this. They mm. have been the biggest support system that I have ever seen. They have believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. They have spurred me on when I just felt so defeated. And um, they've just gone above and beyond to really be that family that I needed here at USC. And um, I know that if I keep trying to talk about it, one, I'll fail to even put it into words, but two, I'll probably cry. And I know (laughs) you don't want that. Um, Yeah, I won't know how to respond if you start crying. (laughs) That's for sure. But... um, It is my prayer for them every single day, for each and every one of them, that God would show up in their lives where they need Him. And like I said, to anyone listening to this, if you could just please join me in that prayer, I would love to be able to see these girls that I love and care about so much, see God work in their lives in ways that they've never seen it before. Yeah. So what do you think are the biggest... um, I guess pitfalls or, or struggles facing, uh, especially sorority girls, but fraternity guys as well. Like, what are the biggest things that are standing in the way of them and like their the best life that they could have? Does that make sense? Is yeah, that question? Okay. it does. I think that being in Greek life, you face a lot of what feels like pressures, mm-hmm. and I'm not referring to hazing or yeah. anything like that, but just the natural pressures of fitting in this community that we live in. And for a while, I did feel those pressures, and I did try to live a life that I thought was expected of me. And if I was going to make friends in this community, there were just things that I was going to have to do to be able to interact with them and to build relationships with them. And it was a lie that I believed. And it wasn't until I really started to be bold in my faith and really listen to God's call for my life that I realized girls liked me so much better when I was living my (laughs) true self. And it wasn't like I was like trying to lie or hide anything. I was really trying to figure it all out on my own. It was never this, oh, I'm going to pretend to be somebody else so they'll like me. But once I really 
found my mission and figured out what that meant for my life and really started to carry it out and live it out. I was just blown away and I'm still blown away by how God uses that and how girls feel like they can talk to me and confide in me and ask me for prayer, ask me for advice and um, just really see the Lord work in my life. I just, it's my prayer every single day that I would be a direct reflection of the way Jesus works in me. And I think girls and I'm sure guys too, the fraternity community is just so different, but they're craving that sense of genuineness and they want something that's real. And I think just in today's world in general, but especially in the Greek culture, there's this sense of like trying to have this perfect life and perfect can be different for everybody and what they think that means. But I don't have a perfect life. I have an amazing life. God has blessed me with so much, but nobody's life is perfect. And I think when you take that mask off and you just live according to God's plan, like people see that and they realize that it's different and it just draws them in. That's amazing. I love what you said. People liked you better when you started being (laughs) yourself. I mean, that's the, man, that's amazing. Um, The last thing I want to ask about Greek life is, if you were to look down the road in five or 10 years and God was to change the culture of Greek life and invade, what do you think would be different? Like what, what gets you excited about being a Christian in Greek life when you look toward the future? Does that make sense? Yeah. So like I said, I, with my whole heart, believe the Lord is going to turn the Greek community upside down. I think it's just a matter of people being obedient to that call. Um, and, can, and God continuing to send these people into our community who are mm. going to help raise it up and just give it over to Him. Um, it makes me excited because we talk about this a lot here at Sheenan, but the harvest is plenty, but the workers are so few. Yeah. And so that's been discouraging, but encouraging at the same time because sometimes it feels like I'm running on this mission by myself, right. and I really— cannot do this by myself. And obviously mm-hmm. I know I have the support of everybody here at Shannon. Yeah. But like y'all are most of y'all are not Greek. And so yeah. y'all can't really live the same mission that I am. God yeah. has different missions for yeah. y'all to live out. And so sometimes it feels lonely, but then he'll connect me to somebody that shares this mission. And yeah. I can see how he's working in their lives. And so I know that he is working little by little, and he is raising people up. It's just, we talked about um, this at Thrive last night, like the domino effect. I think it's going to take something like a domino effect, and it's going to take people stepping out in faith and sharing the gospel and just discipling people to make the harvest holy, for people to be brought out of the harvest, be discipled, and to be sent right back into the harvest. And once that starts happening, I really just feel like it's just going to be a chain reaction. So my hope is that if in 10 years I get to come back to Carolina's campus, it's going to be a completely changed and revived community. That's amazing. Uh, Perry Ann, you are a rock star, and we're so pumped to have you at Shandon. Um, but we're really just, I'm pumped to have you on the pod. Like, I'm just <laughs> listening to you talk over here, and this, yeah, it's amazing. Um, before we get out of here, what are you reading, watching, doing that you recommend? Like, what? Um, this is a faith and culture college podcast. So are you watching anything, listening to anything that you'd recommend to our listeners? Well, every single night before I go to bed, I watch The Office. <laughs> every night never fails. I cannot fall asleep unless The Office is on. My mom gets really mad at me about oh, wow. it. <laughs> um, so if you haven't watched The Office, 
I don't know what you've been doing with your life, so you should do it. It's kind of a waste of time, to be honest, but I love it. Um, right now, I'm listening. I mean, I'm reading the Case for Christ. Okay. Um, that's one thing that I would want to encourage listeners. I don't have time to read. I don't. Right. But I have just made it a made a point to just get up a little bit earlier or stay up a little bit later and read just a few pages or carry my book around with me. And like when you're waiting at the doctor's office or for your advisement appointment or like in between classes, if you just pull that out instead of your phone, you really can read so much more than you think. Yeah. Um, I'm listening to the Go and Tell Gals podcast by Jess Connolly. Go and Tell Gals. That (laughs) sounds great. It's so encouraging. You need to subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's for guys too she had her husband on it a few oh, wow. times so well. go and tell gals by jess Connolly. <laughs> she's great we yeah. love her here at shandon yeah. Yeah, proverbs 31 um they have a great podcast as well so just some great encouragement love those podcasts and um open to any suggestions <laughs> so if you have a great podcast yeah. i should listen to my instagram is at perry and rob and dm me your podcast <laughs> um recommendations and also, um, quick plug for 80 Pie. Yeah, if you want to follow our social media, we are 80 Pie South Carolina. Um, really cool to watch um, our social media chair last year take our Instagram. And um, last year, we were able to increase our Instagram following by 32%. So Wow, that's a lot. So we have worked really, really hard on um, improving content and um, just the aesthetics and the filters and all the things. Yeah. So um, we just had a a new social media chair take it over, and she's already doing a great job. So we'd love for you to check it out. Run that handle one more time, the 80 Pie handle. It's 80 Pie South Carolina. Awesome. Well, Perry Ann, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for giving me a little insight into Greek culture. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Hey, y'all, this is Hampton from the More and More Podcast. You just heard our episode with Perry Ann. She is awesome. Hey, listen, we are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So if you're not subscribed to us yet, you need to go over, search Shannon Baptist and find us on that channel. Just scroll to the right. We're there. Subscribe, leave us a review or a rating. We want to hear from you, um, what God's doing in your life, what uh, the More and More podcast has meant to you so far, and really just what you think. Uh, We'd love to all the time be evaluating and figuring out how we can use this podcast uh, to invade our culture and to have honest cultural discussions. While you're at it, follow us at Shandon College. Again, that's at Shandon College on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, We'd love to see you, to know who you are, um, and to update you on what we're doing. Thanks again, and we look forward to seeing you.